0: Welcome to another episode of Put In Work Show. My name is Mark Rankin, and I'm Luis Guaman. <laughs> awesome. Today we're actually joined by Mr. Abhinav Sharma. He actually works for Blue Ocean Well Solutions, and he is the managing sales director there. Abanav, please welcome to the show, man. Thank welcome. You, thank you. 100. Um, So here on the Pudding Works Show, we talk a lot about practical steps that people can take to get to levels that other young entrepreneurs, other young millennials like yourself have been able to reach. 26 years old, managing sales director. How does this happen, uh, sir? Were you just like born as like a a god of sales or like a sales machine? How does this happen? What's your story?
1: Um, I started a few years ago in the industry, in the insurance industry, um, and, shit, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. I'm new to this, so you can- right. Yeah, take it
0: again. Um,
1: yeah. so I started in the industry two years ago, mm-hmm. uh, a little over two years ago now, and I did really well, not from the get-go, but- mm-hmm slowly but surely, learned my way, mm. and
0: two years later, ended up where I'm at now. That's pretty sweet, that's pretty sweet. <laughs> that's a great story, it's like, started two years ago, everything went well, <laughs> here I am. But that's, uh, <laughs> that's
2: really, but honestly speaking, like that's like honestly like what a lot of people say, like that's what they feel, that's yeah. what they think. It's like, what we do is like we work so hard, and then what we do is like just, we're in it, yeah. and then we don't think anything else, and then we just arrive, and we're like, yeah. All right, like I'm here, like that's right. really it. Okay, right. so to dive a little bit deeper right. for, like what, for what, what you went through. Tell us, I wanna know one of the big, because as, as our want- audience knows, as our audience knows that I'm the sales consultant here and we have the fashion consultant there. and you know, There we go, great looking piece, <laughs> obviously. Um, but in sales, there's a lot to go through. Yeah. And to be managing director, of course, I was managing director as well, and there's a lot that you need to learn. So just for you specifically, what was, let's say, one or two of your biggest hurdles like when you're trying to become a sales director? What were they and how did you get through them?
1: So it's funny, when I started, uh, I knew from the get-go that I wanted to go into management. Mm. Um, it was by no means easy, I didn't even understand. I didn't know the ABCs of the business when mm. I started. Yeah. But I had a lot of help, mentorship, mm. a lot of guidance from mm. my family, friends, and of course the company that I worked for. Mm. And that really, Kinda, they kind of steered me in the right direction and it led me to where I'm at.
2: Really, you think your company helped you out a lot in terms of your 100%. growth? 100%, really? maybe not the company nice. entirely, sure.
1: but the few people that I, I like my manager directly, mm-hmm. who I was dealing with on a day-to-day basis, 100%. Mm-hmm. He is one of the biggest reasons why I'm at where I'm at. Today.
2: So you're saying he was one of your mentors? 100%. Yeah. What, what, did he, what did he do specifically to, that you felt like you were really taking care of?
1: He literally laid it out for me. Mm-hmm. Everything that I know today, I'd say 80% of it learned from him. Mm-hmm. You know, I started, like I said, without any knowledge of the industry, Right. didn't even know how to spell insurance or finance or anything of that matter, right. mm-hmm. and came in and he took me on with him. You know, When I came in with appointments, like, oh, I'm going to go see this client, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he yeah. you would know, yeah. go out with me, yeah. <laughs> he could close the sales for me in the beginning, paired me up with other uh, advanced uh, people who were in the industry for a long time. A lot longer than I was, right. mm-hmm. so I can kind of watch how they did things and learn their style, mm. and kind of develop my own from there from that point forward.
0: Okay, oh, so, nice. I mean, uh, something that is really. That really always gets me is people always approach me and they say, "Mark, you know, I started my my job as an insurance agent mm-hmm. or um, as a, a day trader or a broker." Mm-hmm. And the first thing that they tell you is that you have to develop a book of business. Yes. How did you develop your book of business? Because that it's that's like the biggest hurdle Absolutely. for most people. Like, what did you do?
1: And it's it's even more of a hurdle when you're younger. Oh yeah. And it's harder mm-hmm. to take it seriously. Yeah. yeah. Why is someone who's forty or fifty going yeah. to the top feet? you about their finances. Right. Right yeah. you know they've had money more than you've been born <laughs> so for me it was very eye to eye belly to belly i would literally take a table set it up somewhere and talk to strangers on the road i did what i would, I would talk to people at the mall like, hey mark how you doing nice to meet you you know and strike a conversation and then
0: wait you would set up a table yeah is that even a thing like absolutely. can you just like
1: absolutely it's not so much of the I wouldn't say it's not the norm anymore. but yeah. most people are you. You dive into your network of people, your contacts, and stuff yeah. like that. I didn't have that. You know, right. being young in the industry, you don't. I, I didn't have that. People of my age were not people who had money to do business <laughs> with. Yeah, right? Like they're yeah. still trying to find their way, and find yeah. a ladder, yeah. find a job. You know, these are the hurdles sure. they're facing. So for mm. me, those weren't the people I can turn to. Right. Mm. Um, But, you know, I worked at my network a little bit, you know, their families, their parents, stuff like that, but most of it was setting up a table, like, at my religious organization, talking to people there, getting involved there. Um, I would walk the mall and just talk to people. Mm You know, stuff like that. The table is what, I built my entire book of business on the table. On the table? On the table. That's legit. (laughs)
0: That's cool. So let's stick a pin right there because I really want people to like hone in on this, like people who are trying to Mm -hmm. build this kind of business. So did you have to get a permit from someone? Did you have to talk to a manager? How does that part go?
1: One of my gigs that I had was the religious organization like I mentioned. Every Sunday I was there, I was involved. They knew me, it was easy. They knew my father, they knew my mother. It was easy to get involved. Another gig that I had was Toys R Us. I had one location out on Long Island, mm-hmm. um,
0: and I RIP Toys R Us.
2: Yeah, yes. Toys R Us. Oh my God. <laughs> For me when it lasts.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they, I went in one day and I spoke to the manager, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Hey, you know, this is what I want to do. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about that?" And he was like, "Yeah, cool." Wow. Cool. It. Now it wasn't that simple. It was yeah. a lot of other locations that I went to, and a lot You're of the right. stores that I went to before. Sure. I found one that was willing to let me do it. Right. Mm-hmm. But and why when,
0: did they do it? What was in it for them? Was it like, just help me, I'm young and trying to start out? Or did um, you offer them something? I
1: didn't offer them anything. It was just, it, the guy was familiar with it. He had managed another store in a different uh, location and he had that there. Okay. So it was a norm to him. So Got when it. they didn't have that, he was like, oh, okay. I, yeah. You know, just, just usually the case. Yeah. yeah and,
2: and from what you just said, you said you had to go through a bunch of different stores so then you could actually be allowed that. Don't, don't let that fool you, that, that really, don't let that go over your head, right. yeah, audience. Oh yeah. How many people or companies do you think down. you visited? Uh, right, I think I spent a
1: month and a half, oh, my four God. days a week, give or take five or six hours driving a around. A day? A day. Wow. So about a three day. or four days a week, five or six mm-hmm. hours driving around, between Toys R Us, Bigs R Us, Target, uh, any big box store. Anywhere mm-hmm. there was a mass amount of people. Mm-hmm. I walked and in and got turned You down. would walk
2: in and talk to typically who?
1: Whoever the manager was on duty, the
2: manager wow. who was on duty, right? And, and they then
1: would tell me no, mm-hmm. or uh, either the manager wasn't there, yeah. or I ask speak to a district manager, or someone higher up, or yeah. we don't do that. Call corporate, ask them. Yeah. And once you're getting the run around, right. corporate, that's never gonna happen. Oh, yeah. At least in my experience, it never
2: happened. So why didn't you really give up? If essentially, if you're talking to the same kind of box stores and then if multiple people in the same kind of industry are telling you no, so it would make so many people who I've spoken to before, it make logical sense to be like, okay, these kind of companies don't work like that, right. mm-hmm. so why did you keep trying to go after those kind of companies?
1: Uh, because my management told me that it will work. Literally, mm. to be quite honest. Mentor, And right. you just my trust your mentor. Trust your mentor, yeah. It's not going to be easy, but you're going to find someone who will allow you to do it. Maybe in right. a grocery store, maybe even a 7 Eleven. You'll find somebody that's going to yeah. be, willing, be willing to let you do that.
0: So, what gave you the faith? Because a lot of these things that these commission based jobs, like everybody knows that sales is the highest paying job in the world. Absolutely. Right? If you get it right, yep. it's astronomical. Absolutely. But it's that. Little couple, the first couple of years, first couple of months, it's like really challenging. Mm-hmm. What made you stick to the task? Because were you getting paid? Like, did you have a base? No. No base? No base. No base. No base. So what no base. made you stick with it? What gave you that, like, faith in yourself? Like, I can get it done. And faith in the company that what they're selling me is true. And faith in your mentor that he can lead me. So start with faith in yourself. What gave you that Some fortitude? I,
1: I was always in sales. Even prior okay. to this, the industry that I was in, I was in cell phone business, I was in sales there. Oh, you're selling um, phones? Yes, I was selling phones. <laughs> wow, Mark.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, uh, uh, like I'm not shooting on phone sellers, I'm just saying.
1: Well, I was uh, selling phones. Okay. Um, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But. Um, it's, uh, one time I went to a wedding.
0: Yeah. Uh,
1: out in Jersey. Mm-hmm. And I met someone who's from the industry. He worked for a different okay. company. He had his practice set up in Pennsylvania. And this was years before I joined the business. Right. And he told me he I met him and by the end of the day, he was trying to recruit me. Mm. And he told me that day, he's like, I think you will be very successful in this business. Come to so right. Pennsylvania. He was like 70, by the way. So Whoa. it was so weird like 70? how he was like 70 years old. I'm like 21 at the time. <laughs> we, we hung out the whole day. It was okay. really weird. At the wedding. <laughs> right, okay. exactly. Okay. So but he told me at the end, he's like, you know, I think you can be very successful. And that always stuck with me. Why uh-huh. is this guy who met me for six, seven, eight hours randomly, never met me before telling me this, you know, or trying to recruit me to be part uh-huh. of his private practice? So that stuck with me, but I didn't do anything with it. I didn't take him up on his offer. I didn't want to move to Pennsylvania. And I continued selling phones and went back to, you know, my regular job, my yeah. regular life. And two-ish, two, about two years later, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My company that I was with, uh, I was a manager there as well, they offered me a regional trainer position. Really? To move up into corporate. Okay. They might be, what's his name, the, someone from corporate came uh-huh. down and said, hey, go online and apply. If you think you're ready, so on and so forth, right. go online and apply, we'll, we'll put you in, in front of the right people to get, get you there. Um, That night I went online and applied for the position where I'm at now, or before, Mm -hmm. as as an agent. And the following day I turned in my two-week notice. Okay, wow. I was was like, if I do that and I take that job, Mm -hmm. I will never be able to walk away from
0: it. Wow. Mm -hmm. Pay raise would have been so significant.
1: Mm -hmm. Um, How can I walk away from that money if I can't walk away from this for a Hmm. commission-only job? You know, if I take that, it's a safe road. I didn't want to do that.
2: Mm. Why? Why? Yeah. Why? Why is that the thought process that went through your head? Because for a million people, that's what it would be.
1: Right. I don't know. It just never appealed to me. You know, wow. it was great. Yeah. Okay. I'm getting. I know that I'm getting a paycheck. And yeah, there's some commission mm-hmm. when you're, you know, in sales and that on on uh, yeah. retail sales. Yeah. But it's not where I want it to be. It's not the the job that I want. It's not the career path that I want. I that's interesting.
2: So most people who give that answer, uh, they're usually because it's usually because they're not really money-oriented. It's because they usually want to make an impact of some sort, whether it right. be through environmental or through people. So do you think that's accurate for you? Do you want to? Wanna... some
1: degree, yeah, definitely. And the other thing was I wanted to be in business myself. And being an agent <coughs> yeah. is exactly that. You're in business for yourself. You know, it's by no means a job, it's a business. Right. Oh, yeah. And you
0: have to be with that one. Oh yeah. yeah. And so my, my, my big thing is a lot of people, they, they would say, well, I don't have the entrepreneurial edge because I'm not outgoing and powerful like these other guys. Like, you know, I'm not funny. Yeah. People don't necessarily like me. I'm not the popular guy. I can't talk in a crowd. What do you say to those people?
1: I say to those people, I'm the same way. I'm <laughs> not that outgoing. It's not that I'm not. Yeah. I force myself to become. Yeah. I wasn't naturally outgoing. Yeah. I wasn't naturally just someone who can... Of a conversation at a bar, yeah. you know, just talk to a stranger on the side of the road, or walk right. around the mall and just talk to strangers, and get right. your That way, you know, that wasn't me. You put yourself out there. You have to force, mm-hmm. if you want it, you have to force yourself to go out and do that.
0: Mm-hmm. You know what, and that is so true, because I, like, in our interaction that we've had, you're not the guy who's like, here I am, yeah. I am gonna set my mark, it's more like, yes, I'm here, I will show you through my work, what I'm worth. Mm -hmm. You know, you're not very bombastic, and you know, like, you know, some guys, they come in with the, they're talking loud, and they want you to know that I'm the alpha here. You're not that way, so that I could totally, I totally believe you. You know, a lot of people, they try to downplay how powerful they are, but with you, it's true. No, it's it's,
1: it's 100% true.
0: So you put yourself in that position because you know what you want. Wow.
1: Put yourself in the uncomfortable yeah. situation until
0: it gets comfortable. Mm. It's basically so do you feel like a more comfort level with like the crowd and interacting? Now I've, I've, you know,
1: I've been doing it for a while. Mm-hmm. And I've become more and more comfortable every yeah. day. Okay, you know, I still sometimes struggle with it. and I
0: still yeah. go out and do it. Mm-hmm. Nice. Wow. So how do you like? What is that like? Do you give yourself like a pep talk, or what is that thing in your mind that helps you to differentiate the emotional side from the logical? Emotion will say, oh. I'm scared. I don't want to talk to these people. Like, they're going <laughs> to bite me. Yeah. And then the logical is, like, if I don't do this, I will not make money. How do you – talk to me about that part.
1: For me, it's logical, you know. Okay. What's the, what's the worst that's going to happen? If I talk to you on the side of the road and say, hey, how's it going? You're going to brush past me? You're going to yeah. ignore me? What are mm-hmm. You're not going to hit me? You're not going to spit on me? Yeah. Well, hopefully. 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 Right. <laughs> 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 like, hey, how you
2: doing? <laughs> Bam. <laughs> what? It happens. So, it, it actually does happen yeah it doesn't it's like some other sales stories um, um not me but mm. so
1: you know what's the worst that's going to really happen right you know you'll strike out big freaking deal you go talk to the next person Nice.
2: That comes. That, that's a big deal. Um, Huge deal. That you derives have to go over the fear. And that's that, right. Exactly. It's the really the fear of rejection. Right. Right. The fear of rejection. That's really what and it comes in my down industry,
1: to. you will get rejected every oh, single day. Yeah. Every day. day. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Every single day. Everyone
2: yeah. has a learning curve of how they really yeah. internalize and how they get through rejection. Yeah. Like they start knowing how to deal with it. What was that for you? Call
1: calling was big for me.
2: Yeah, and that's not
1: norm, not a norm anymore. Uh-huh. A lot of people don't, go which down is that
2: stupid, road. by the way. Exactly, that's very dumb. Like that's so dumb. People don't regularly cold call people or literally visit people. Anyway, right. anyway, go ahead.
1: But I feel like the success rate is very slim, and that's the reason why I think. But I think getting on the phone and getting rejected is part of the learning curve like by doing that you're going to learn how to deal with it. Yeah. When I did the mall, I would walk around and talk to people and they're, you know, they're here to pick up something and go. Most people are in a rush the yeah. most of the time. Right. And they're brushing past you and the, you know, it's a learning curve. You right. learn how to deal with that rejection. Yeah. So I think that's, that that me was the cold calling was huge. For me.
0: Huge. I love that man because I feel like for so many people they never they're so good they're really really good they have the entrepreneurial edge they have a good thought process speech pattern they have the whole gamut they look good but they just never get over that like first six months of like developing a book of business Mm -hmm. so you're saying like you drop some really good gems here so number one putting yourself in the position like if you're timid if you're afraid if you're not as gregarious putting yourself in that position to learn more or to like get over it, Yep. honestly. Okay. And then number two is that little things that you can do, like your little pop-up. You put your stand, you get your table, yep. you know, whatever, and you start reaching out to people, like facing people. Yep. So that's right. really, really cool. Um, so now that you're on the other side of the business, managing people, right. <laughs> tell me about that. Like, you know, <laughs> are you? The managing type to be like, ah, what are you doing over <laughs> there? <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's the manager side. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. When I think of manager, I think of you're leader, is different. No, no,
1: no. Yeah, yeah, leader is different. Yeah, yeah, leader is different. Right. You
0: know, leader will like show you by example, whatever. But and How that, do you handle that part?
1: Exactly that. Like you said, manager, and leader, different
0: yeah. things.
1: So for me, the biggest again, like I said before, you're in business for yourself. Right. I was mm-hmm. when I was an agent. Any mm-hmm. agent that comes on board. Under my management, right, quote unquote, right. is still in business themselves. Of yeah, course. Yeah, I'm there. I'm, I'm, I'm the person they go to when they need something. Mm-hmm. But am I really, you know, calling you like, hey, why don't you go to work today? Why don't you in the office? That's not, how, that's not the nature of the business, and I'm right. not doing that. That's
2: almost like real estate.
1: Right. Exactly. Yeah. You know, you have to be able to do it on your own mm-hmm. to a degree. Like mm-hmm. I can show you how to do it. I can, like, someone taught me the ins and outs. But I have to be the one to go out and do it. Mm-hmm. So it's the same thing.
0: Gotcha. Nice, I really, I really like that, and what do you do when you really find, what are some of the things that you look for when to identify a superstar, and how can a superstar identify themselves?
1: You really have to, it's
0: oh, okay, it's just the. it's <laughs> just the. A... oh wait, yeah, quick just... um, thing, my phone is on um, silent, sure. yeah, it doesn't, it won't, it, it won't will just bless. light up, it won't ring or vibrate. Okay, so, She's uh, here? Uh, yeah. Still rolling. Yeah, we're still rolling. Um, so, how do you identify a superstar, or how can a, a superstar identify themselves? Like, how? What are some of the identifying marks? The
1: the biggest thing is everyone's gonna struggle, right? Yes. Yes. Are you will Are you willing to do what it takes? that's the bottom line Mm. are you willing to everyone wants to go to heaven but are you willing to die right oh i like that i like that (laughs) i like that i like like that that. so you have to be willing to do what it takes Mm. there's no getting around it there's no Mm. secret sauce there's no magic. it's not there's nothing that the knowledge is out there you just have to pick it up and run with
0: it yeah
2: right so what is that What? what is that free what what is what will it take
1: what is what will it take yeah
2: People, different professionals have different opinions. Whatever
1: it is that you struggle with, like uh-huh. for me, it was networking and uh-huh. getting in people's face and uh-huh. calling and, and asking for the appointment and stuff like that. Right. And I did more of that than anything else. Uh-huh. It's called prospecting in the industry, right? So yes. that was a struggle for me, building the book of business. Uh-huh. I didn't have the natural market. So that, do, and that's what I had to do. For me, I knew early on that if I wanted to be successful in the industry and in the business, what I had to do was overcome that get to the book of business point of view. Mm-hmm.
2: What's also interesting is let's say for our, and our listeners um, who are not in the same industry mm-hmm. as you, but it's still going to relate. So what if you don't know what is it that you should be doing to attain it, right? What if you have no idea? You're new to the industry and you're just so going ho- through it. How do you figure it
1: out? Hopefully you have, you're in the right company or firm that's going to give you <laughs> that guidance. Because for me, that, that's what it was. I didn't right. know how to go when, when I started. Sure. Someone told me, like, hey, do this, do that. And if you do it... Mm. This is what it's going to look like. This, this is what success looks like, but this is the road to get there. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's the bottom line. Fair
2: mm-hmm. enough. So, look at your corporate structure. Absolutely. Okay. Get some advice from the people working in the company. Absolutely. I mm-hmm. hope. And I hope too that they would provide guidance right. and also mentors. That's the, that's very different. The deep, firm yeah. you're
1: with, and the management team and their training, and how it and their training for new agents and stuff like that, is really going to be critical to your success. Mm-hmm. Otherwise. If they're stumbling, you're stumbling. If they right. don't really know what they're doing, you don't really know what you're doing. You know, I can agree. Where where
0: Absolutely. Out. And so what, what is it that people are supposed to be looking for? So you say, you know, make sure that you look for a company that will mentor you, will guide you, whatever. How will you identify those things? What are the identifying marks of a company with a good mentorship program? When
1: you do some research, yes. you should look for how their training programs.
0: How would you find that? Is you, that on the website? You like, can,
1: you, if you're interviewing with someone, you can ask these questions. Ah, like, you know, yeah, right. Because when I started, I interviewed a few different firms, and I asked them, mm. "What is the training program?" Yeah, so, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. Right. What are you going to teach me? And How you're very
0: it? open about this, yeah. like, hey,
1: ask questions on the interview. Okay. Right. Find out what the person who's interviewing you, what is their background? Mm-hmm. How did they get to be where they are? How long have they been in the industry? Right. And what their involvement is going to be. In yes. your Because, like I said, when I started, my manager was heavily involved. I would call him day or night, available over the phone, yeah. anytime, you know. And he would weekend. make himself available he would to make you? Available. Nice. So it was amazing. I'm, I, yeah. You know, like, a lot of where I'm at, or like I said before, where I'm at today is thanks to him. Wow. That's,
0: that's great, nice, man. That's great. So you got very, very lucky with teaming up, teaming up with a good mentor. Absolutely. And are you that? For the other people. I hope to be, you know, I
1: because really, I draw from what I went through, right? right. So I went through that, and I saw the way he did things, mm-hmm. and I'm basically following the same, same, mm. you know, the same path, and nice. guiding people along the same way.
0: Sure.
2: Phenomenal. Now, you know something that's really big. Is the entire idea of insurance in the first place, rather the stereotype, and on top of that, the negative stereotype that there Uh-oh. is. And when I was new to sales, I just did not like it. I didn't know how to do any of it. I was just bad at talking with people, and I had a negative stereotype for sales in general as well. But specifically for you, for insurance, what is your opinion of that for people <laughs> who think of that?
1: Um, i It's funny. A story just came to mind. You mentioned that. Yeah. I. Um, when I first started in the industry, again, like I said, I was very scared to call people and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So the first thing I did was, my, my, one of the first things my manager said to me is, call people you know and just tell them what you do. Don't offer them anything, don't, don't sell them anything, just tell them what you're doing so that they're aware. This way, an opportunity doesn't slip past you. Mm-hmm.
0: Can I pause you there? What does that phone call sound like?
1: It's really just like, hey, Mark, you know, we haven't spoken in a while, but I'm just calling to let you know this is where I'm at. This is what I'm doing, literally to the point. Okay. So you're just saying, just
0: letting them know. I mean, you know,
1: however that relationship is. Okay, right. And I went out, you know, we would meet up for drinks or something, or dinner, or whatever, and I'll mention it there. Okay. Other people I call, one way or another, let people know. Let people know, okay, yeah. Um, I chickened (laughs) out when I first started. So I called the people who was very close with, but I know would receive my call very well, but people who I hadn't talked to in a while, I chickened out, right? And <laughs> So you didn't make those calls? I didn't, I didn't make several calls that I didn't make, that I should have made. Yeah. Right. And this one buddy of mine who I went to college with, uh, we lost touch over the years. Naturally, right, Things yeah. uh, people went different ways. Mm-hmm. He went on to open his own business, he was in fashion as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I say was because December 24, 2016, he died in a car. Oh no, that's a shame. And yeah, so I never made that call. I never let him know what I was doing. And Mm. had I done so, we could have done some business planning. We could have done some planning as to what happens when you're not able to get up and go to work anymore. Mm. Mm. Oh wow. So for me, that was a big eye opener. Of course. The importance of what I'm doing.
2: Yeah, I can definitely yeah. see yeah. that. That makes sense. Yeah. And, and that's it for everybody watching, everybody listening. Yeah. When you're involved with a job that you think is, I don't know, if you, especially if you're new, if you think it's weird, or if you just don't know why are we doing this, mm-hmm. I mean, you would talk to the people in charge so they could tell you why, but I mean, you should know the reasons of what impact yeah. your thing your product or service is making what you're doing. Even if you're in retail, right? If you're in retail or if you're like cutting up food, if you're a line cook or anything Mm -hmm. like that, let's just talk like level one. A lot of these guys don't understand like how important that is like yeah. you need to understand that and once you do then you mm-hmm. can get really through the hardships and you yep. can start making more phone calls you know what cool this does make a difference mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you can start knocking on more doors you can talk yeah. to more people even if you're not good at it because that's really from the inside
0: and mm-hmm. it just comes out to yeah. pay for
1: his funeral they had a go me account oh my I god couldn't, i couldn't even look at that, that that's that crazy wow so much and myself that's, I was that's crazy
0: yeah and you see like when you have that mentality yeah. like lewis just mentioned a while ago like understanding how important your contribution to the team is, Mm -hmm. that's when you start valuing your little Mm -hmm. contribution. And then upper management invariably notices this. Yeah, You know, and they're like, "Ah, this guy takes so much pride in his little work. Mm -hmm. And they just keep promoting you. They keep promoting you because they're like, he's giving so much more than just the menial tasks that he is assigned, Mm -hmm. you know? And when you do, because I know so many people, like when, I have a friend, and I remember him very, very clearly because we have the same birthday, um, April 16, 1990, so send me some love on my birthday. Um, it, he started at, I think it was Footlock or H&M or one of those retail stores, and he started at the very bottom. He was a stock guy. He wasn't even on the floor, bro. That's how ridiculous this dude was. He was in the stock room. They were like, you can't be outside with the people. <laughs> Stay in the back. <laughs> what? So they had him in the back, and he was in the back for six months. And I promise you, every six months, he got promoted. Wow. And I, I, I really am trying to get him on the show. Right. Where it's a, his schedule is crazy, because now he's like one of like the regional directors of one of these like retail companies. Wow. He just kept getting promotion after promotion after promotion, because they saw that he's not just another um, support staff. Yeah,
1: he's not just turning into Pick up the paycheck.
0: No. Right. He was just like on it, on it, on it. No, it's different if that's not your passion. Right. Absolutely. You know, like he had a passion for like clothes and he just loved being involved and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was really, really able to just like move up through the ranks mm-hmm. because of his contribution and him taking it very, very seriously. Um, but put so, on that, yeah. Put on that really quick.
2: It's really important for what Mark just said it doesn't 100% matter, like Mark said, that if it's your passion or not, but most importantly for what he said is, but most importantly for what he said is that you just recognize the importance You recognize the importance of what you're
0: doing. Yeah, of your role, of course. And um, so now, like getting back to where you are on the management side, like what are some of the challenges that you faced when you first got into this role? Because just like how you were thrown into it at the beginning, you're thrown into it right now again. Like, what are some of the challenges? Because so many of our viewers and listeners They are young, very ambitious, and they're striving out, and management is recognizing this. And they're bringing them up, you know, come on, have a seat at the table. Mm -hmm. What was that like for you? Bring me through that journey. So pivoting again back to the management side, because a lot of our audience, they are young Ambitious, just like yourself, and they're being promoted one promotion after another, and they're being thrown into these responsible like positions of responsibility, I should say. Um, and just like you were thrown into like the sales side of yeah. things, you got that, you you found your footing, built your book of business. Now you're into the leadership side. Talk to me about what that was like in the beginning stage. Like, how are you finding your way, navigating, like leading people, building people up?
1: So. For me, again, I'm big on. I'm not afraid to ask for help. I'm not afraid to just say that I don't know.
0: That's a great quality. People great get so hung up. Quality. Oh, I'm yeah. in this
1: crazy position. I mm-hmm. should know what you're, mm-hmm. you're not going to. And there's no need to think that. Right. So there's people in my firm who've been in my role, mm-hmm. where I'm at now, for 10, 12, 15 years. Yeah. Why, why not picking their brain? You know, why am I not leaning on them? Yeah. So Absolutely. I'm doing exactly that. You know, just like someone guided me. Into the sales side, I'm mm-hmm. um, granted. Like, there's more of the industry knowledge that I have now, and so I know a little bit of what I'm doing. But I'm leaning on people again, just because again, that that's the beauty of, and the most important thing, first thing to do when mm-hmm. you're when you're coming into the business, align mm-hmm. yourself with the right firm. Mm-hmm. Because if the if the firm isn't about working together and building together, mm-hmm. then you're going to be on your own, and that's mm-hmm. no you know that makes so, sense. Yeah. So then you're on your own but I don't feel like that you know for right. me, it's, it's not like that. I feel like the firm that I'm with is a big support for me and they're nice. a big support for the people that I bring on and right where I don't know I will be like okay cool let's go walk down, down to someone else's office who mm-hmm. does have the answer and, and let's find you if, right. if
2: you don't have that at your company nowadays I think you you could find that somewhere else. Now you right. should go somewhere else right. to exactly. really find that. That's, that's absolutely true. Yeah. And for yourself, uh, as an example, uh, you come in, you don't know what you're doing, then you get the training. You get the training, also you get a mentor, and then you're continuously rising. You have ambition and you have specific practice, so you're getting results, okay? That's why you get promoted. So now you're at a point where you could say really, you could know what it means, I suppose, to be a top performer within your industry, or at least your company and your firm. So how would you describe, let's say, a day, the daily habits, okay? Or schedule that someone would have of a top performer in mm-hmm. your industry?
1: I was no, 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 by no means was I like a top performer, but okay. I, was, I was doing it right. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. There's plenty of people doing much, much better than me. But okay. nonetheless, um, mm-hmm. the day-to-day basically for me looked like me getting on the phone, confirming some appointments mm-hmm. in the morning that I had for the day. Um, and then if I had a meeting with someone in the office, handling that and then I'm out on the field uh-huh. visiting clients or mm-hmm. they're coming in to me mm-hmm. at the office. Um, that's really what it looks like mm-hmm. for, for, but more of, that's what your work day, that's what my work day looks like for sure. the most part as an agent mm-hmm. at, you know, towards the end when I was doing well. Um, otherwise, other days were, you know, where I don't have as many appointments, I'm on the phone making appointments. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. You're not getting in front of people then you need to spend the time Trying to get in front of
0: people. Right. That's it. And are you still doing that now that you're on the Okay. I'm
1: not I can't I'm not focusing on sales at the moment uh-huh. only because my role now is recruiting and developing. So I have uh-huh. to recruit and develop a brand new team.
0: Brand awesome. new yeah. So obviously a lot of the again our audience, they are at every every level. Uh-huh. You know, and some of them who are just starting out, what do you look for on a resume and also what do you look for in the interview? To identify, this is my guy or gal.
1: For me, I really, for the most part, don't care what your answers are to the questions that we ask. They're more, you know, just to understand your character. Mm, No, no, not just formality. Just to understand your character. But for me, it's, is this person in front of me coachable or not? Mm. Can I take this person out on the field Mm -hmm. and show them. Or are they going to butt heads me and say, hey, no, I know what I'm doing. Because then if you already know what you're doing, then what the hell is the point of me right. I you can't do anything, yeah. point, right? If you already feel like I got it down packed, mm-hmm. then great, go on and do what you gotta do, right? right. For me, if I'm looking for someone who's brand spanking new and mm-hmm. no, has no industry knowledge, mm-hmm. fresh out of college, or something like that, then I need
0: somebody who's coachable. Right, and coachable doesn't mean You know, zero ego or whatever, because you do need a healthy dose of ego to do this kind of work. Absolutely. So you're not looking for someone who is weak, no backbone. You know, you can just like do whatever you want with them, but at the same time, that coachability, being able to submit yourself and saying, "Hey, I'm I'm here to learn." Right. Exactly. Yeah, so that's that's a really like a key thing that you're looking for. 100%. Amazing. How does one like demonstrate that on their resume? Mm. Cuz you have to pick it out of the the hundreds of pile. you know. I mean,
1: it's it's not something It's mm. not something from a resume it's hard to
0: It's hard to tell. It's right? hard to pick that up. Definitely yeah. it's an interview thing. It's an, It has okay. to be
1: something that based on how they carry themselves, how they yeah. speak, mm-hmm. that's where you can yeah. understand what this person is yeah.
0: all about. So how does one get an interview with you? Like what 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 do you like on a on a resume?
1: Some sales experience some sales <laughs> it doesn't experience. Okay. hurt. Okay. Um, someone who's interested in the finance industry, okay. insurance industry, mm-hmm. has some sort of a background or doesn't, but mm-hmm. has um, maybe some internships or something like that. Anything okay. that is industry related oh, okay. helps. Mm-hmm. Um, or sales that is outside of the industry, uh-huh. even if it's like in retail or something else. Right sales experience, that also helps. So nice. those are the people that arrive at the top of the pile. Yeah. and then, you know, go, go from
0: there. Awesome. Um, one last thing to just wrap a nice bow on the whole thing. Hmm. College. Did you go, and how do you feel about it?
1: I did go, mm-hmm. I did not graduate.
0: You did not graduate. did not graduate. How long did you get into the program?
1: I was <laughs> all the way at the end. Oh. About a semester or so left. Okay. Yeah. yeah, so a lot of people are not happy about the fact <laughs> that I left <laughs> 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 because I left the end. Oh, wow.
0: <laughs> um, but um And are we talking family with a lot of people? Yeah. yeah I'm yeah. pretty yeah. sure it's family. <laughs> <laughs> so you
2: were just there up until last semester and yeah. then just whoop and just yeah. So started. what happened was for me was uh-huh.
1: I came into the industry. Yeah. And I realized that I'm not coming home with a paycheck. Yeah. Right. So for me to make money and do this right, mm-hmm. I gotta submit myself entirely to this. Yeah. I have to put everything I have, mm-hmm. every hour, every waking minute of the day, mm-hmm. into developing my practice mm. and my, my, my business space. Yes. So, what am I going to, I, I think a degree and an education are two different things. Mm. It's one thing to say I went to college, it's great,
0: mm-hmm. but
1: did you go there for the degree or for the education? Hmm. Right? So, That's very true, yeah. Because yeah. I, I learned more about my industry on the job course. Yeah, no one's of course, teaching yeah. you in college what the hell is insurance. Sure. Right. So for me that was time better invested for me. Yes. Right. Now if you're someone who is going down the path of becoming a doctor or something in the medicine field or, or yeah. a law, lawyer or yeah. something like that. Yeah. College please go. Yeah. Please Jesus. go. Please, right. please go. <laughs> then you know yeah. definitely college is yeah. part of your path. Right. But if you're looking into entrepreneurship, mm-hmm. then you know that's up to you to decide. Right. What, where is your passion? What are you trying to accomplish? Right. Where do you see yourself mm-hmm. five years after college?
0: Sure. Wow. Um, do you have anything to add to that, It Luis? makes sense, no? I, I can agree, it makes sense. Phenomenal. Well listen, this has been another episode of Put In Work. The man in here, the man himself, Mr. Abhinav Sharma. Listen, this man just dropped some knowledge. He dropped the nuggets. Every Everything. Listen, <laughs> heavy, heavy, heavy stuff. Um, I really hope that everybody was able to take some really good notes. I really hope that you got some good stuff from this. Please let us know. Um, subscribe. Wait. First of all, do you? Would you like to promote anything? Would you like to yeah. let um, the people? Where can they find you? Where can they find they you, can yeah. find me on
1: LinkedIn. I think you'll. Put yes. In the I'll put it yeah. here. So you yes. can definitely visit my LinkedIn. Yes. Um, you know, we. Are, I'm. I'm with Blue Ocean Wall Solutions. Yes. We're out Long Island, East Hills.
0: Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. If and are I, you looking for people or clients? I
1: am. I am looking for recruits.
0: You hear that? Uh, jobs. Jobs. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, and you're looking for clients as well, right? Always. 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 Always looking always, for clients. Always. always. 100%. So listen, hit us with that, subscribe. Please let us know in the comments if you, what you appreciated about um, the program today, what you want to see from us in the future. Let us know if you have any comments, questions, just put it all there and we will definitely do our best to reach out and try to serve our audience as best as possible. With that, it's a wrap. Thank you for joining us. Woo. Dude, that was so good. Yeah. Holy nice shit. Up? Good job.
2: That's awesome. Oh, nice. wait, so stop right, the recording. It. Let's, uh,
0: let's, save,
2: let's the sound sound. save the sound. Save the sound.